Hello and welcome back to What Do You Know For Sure podcast with me, Anne Hughes, in this conversation with Ashley Halpin. It's about integrity, it's about trust, it's about mindset, it's about authenticity and about shining your light bright. This was just a conversation that certainly improved Maddie when I recorded it and as Ashley refers to in the podcast she has a big infectious smile so I was smiling from ear to ear while I was chatting to her and really feel that she is a woman who really trusts herself and it was so refreshing to just have that kind of conversation that even though there's a lot of, a lot going on, there's a lot of change, there's a lot of risks, I suppose, as a self-employed person like myself, she still trusts the universe, the world, herself to get it all right. So I hope that you enjoy this conversation that inspires you as much as it inspired me. Ashley, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, tell us a wee bit about you. So I'm Ashley and I am a mum of two children, uh, my daughter who's nine and my son who's going to be two in February. And I guess for me, I've been on a bit of a journey in the last few years. Um, so I went from very, very corporate job and in the corporate world um, working as an HR professional and lots of kind of big organisations in Glasgow and in London um, and I've always had such an interesting mindset and then in particular over the last few years mindfulness work so a few years ago I became a qualified mindfulness teacher and now I run my own full-time HR and mindfulness business. Great, wonderful. And so, as you know, and I know you've had friends on the podcast before, so tell me, Colette, sitting here, almost the end of the year, podcast 101, what do you know for sure? I know for sure that I'll never go back to a nine-to-five job and that I was born to shine my light of mindfulness to the world and in particular the corporate world because I don't think there's enough people who really focus on employee wellbeing and can understand that from a commercial point of view. Yeah, and I, th- I do, I really agree with that. And it's that crossover. And before we started, when you were talking about the fact that you have managed to combine do HR and mindfulness, so you're probably, would you agree, more trusted within a corporate setting because you know HR as well? Yeah, also I guess there's like a couple of things that come from that. So when you're an HR professional, it's sort of ingrained in you to, to have integrity as your number one value yeah. and to be trusted very quickly with employees in a company but also management directors people who own companies because all of a sudden you as a person become like that company's advisor in terms of people yeah and they no matter how much technical skills they've got they kind of look to you in emergencies for people situations but yeah I think that trust is something that I it's something personally to me that's it's a number one value like mm-hmm. in my own life that trust and integrity is is what I'm all about and my relationships are based on that yeah. and I think that it's the connection that people get with me to have that commercial experience but also the mindfulness uh, the love and passion for mindfulness that comes across you know all the work that I do. Uh-huh. And see if I take you back to what you when you were telling me what you knew for sure 
you talked about being born to shine your light. Now, you added on the mindfulness and the corporate market, and that's great, and that's what we're obviously going to be chatting about. But see that whole notion of shining your light bright? You know, because there was a great quote from Marianne Williamson about don't dim your light to make other people feel comfortable, isn't that? Uh So have you always been able to shine your light? Is that new? Is that just, or is that eternal, Ashley, that you've just always been able to do that? Yeah, so that kind of gives me goosebumps, to be honest, because I know that no one can see me right now, but I'm kind of known for having an infectious smile. Uh And I know for sure (laughs) that I go into a room and many people have told me, whether it's strangers or people who love me or people who know me, say that I brighten up a room when I walk into it. And I guess for me, actually saying that out loud feels a bit cheesy, but it's, I think when a lot of people tell you that and comment on your smile and comment on your energy, that it must be true. So, yeah, I think when I, so on my, um, like, Instagram or anything that I kind of market myself on, I actually say, like, I'm I'm here to shine my light of of mindfulness. And it's it's really weird that you've actually brought that up because shining my light, like, I, I know now that, yeah, I was born at this particular time on this earth to shine a light of some sort to help other people believe in themselves and uh, for me to carry my personal message of what mindfulness has done for my life and changed mm. who I am, not actually changed me, but brought me back to my authentic self and who I was always supposed to be. Yeah. And I guess that takes us back to the reason that I'm, I'm shining my light because even from being a very small child I had this smile like I was it was it's not something that you can make up or that you can uh, just develop and it's really quite funny because my son who's going to be two soon he was also born with that smile Uh and he loves engaging with people he was born six weeks before lockdown and actually we spent four months of his life just the four of us at home Mm -hmm. and I guess me and mother half were always a wee bit apprehensive that how was it going to socialise or what was it going to be like and you know you would never know the difference he's the most smiliest child and and just always so happy and I think yeah yeah yeah, is a bit of a reflection of what I was like as a child. Uh Uh-huh uh-huh I mean I love that whole notion of shine your light and funnily my husband will say after I've been anything sometimes if it's not (laughs) went well I'll say I was shining too bright for them would be my my retort to something that hasn't gone too well so I really do resonate with it but see if we were to cross over there for that HR and that mindfulness or that shining bright because I often will say to people in the work that I do if my energy can change a room for the better now and I know my energy can I can also recognize that it can change it for the worse right I try not to do that but what about those people who when they walk into the building do change it for the worse and therefore that's a really tricky thing that I suppose as we hopefully start to return to work and everything, that people are going to have to be thinking about, isn't it? Who is changing yeah. the energy? Who is bringing the energy? And what kind of energy are they bringing? So is that yeah. something people are asking you about just now? So I think that's usually part of how I coach businesses, yeah. and particularly business owners or directors of companies. That So, for instance, when I became a mindfulness teacher, I was taught that, it's 50% my technical ability to be able to teach mindfulness. 
but the other 50% is my authenticity and what I bring to that mm-hmm. as a human being. Mm-hmm. And I can, I just liken that to the workplace as well. So I was actually chatting to someone about this the other day and they were going for a job interview. And I, I get this a lot from people that I know, like, you know, what questions would I ask and different things. And, I, and all I ever say to them is, one piece of advice I can give you is just to be yourself yeah. because it's 50% your knowledge that you bring, but it's 50% like your cultural fit for that business. And when I say that, it's not a negative thing. So what you're kind of asking me, I suppose, is that well, most of the time when I've dealt with HR issues in the workplace, it's actually not the technical issue or the process. It's the personalities that are within that. so that could be like someone who is actually suffering from mental well-being issues and they don't recognize it or it could be a personality clash with two employees or it could be a manager who's not very good at managing people Mm -hmm. and there's lots of different facets to that and through kind of like my 16 or 17 years experience of working in HR that nine times out of ten it's all to do with mindset and that's why I've become so passionate about trying to really delve into the corporate world and show people that yes to change the culture of your business you can bring things in like mindfulness or mindset coaching or you know all the different things that you can do to collaborate as a team and in mindfulness practice one of the principles is called common humanity Mm, and what that yeah, so what that means is what it kind of says in the tin. It's that no matter if you are, you know, someone who's working in the front line on the minimum wage or you're the director of a company or you're the manager of a, com- a company, it doesn't matter what job role you do or who, who you are in that organisation. We're all human beings. So we all, all only have a certain set of thoughts, feelings and emotions. Mm-hmm. And if you can connect with someone on that level, then that can change the culture of an organisation. It seems easy, but it's actually the hardest thing for people to do. And it really um, is. And I love your chat about authenticity. It's one of my most important I think traits and that I, and having you know as I do teenage daughters and I, t- I try to say that and that's hard it's hard to be a teenager it's always been hard to be a teenager I feel as if it is now in pandemic yes but in social media yeah. as well and I talk to them about you don't want to end up a woman in her 50s who doesn't know who she is because she was always trying to be something else so just yeah. be you and you'll attract the right people into your life uh-huh. Is authenticity, I mean, it's it's huge for me. Is authenticity big for you as well in terms of how you live your life and as a wife, yeah. as a mother, but also how you grow your business? It's everything to me. And I guess, uh, again, it just feels as if like, it's just such a little conversation. Like you're talking about your daughter's there and my daughter's nine. And if there's one thing that I can give her in her life is to teach her to be her authentic self. Mm-hmm. Um, even... For Advent just now, I got her a crystal Advent calendar and I'm introducing her to like, just very subtly, like, laws of attraction and gratitude and manifestation and and all of these kind of things, mindfulness. And she loves opening up this crystal every morning and she reads the little meaning of it and she's starting to learn. And and some of them are beautiful. It's like, um, just be yourself and everything will be okay. Or this crystal is for love and to show you how much you're loved mm-hmm. and I think even as a nine-year-old I can see that within her that it's so 
horrible, isn't it? That in nine, they get so heavily influenced by other people. Like, you know, I think a friend said to her the other day or the other week that, oh, why do you always wear pink? Like, I don't, like, because she wears black. And it was very much like, as if that wasn't acceptable and she wanted to stop wearing pink. And I was saying, but Ava, that's you. That's who you are. That's Uh what you like. And it's, yeah, I think... I feel like I kind of role model that for her and everything, you know, I've always very much been a person that's done my own thing. Mm -hmm. And I guess when I was younger and kind of adolescent into adulthood, I was also the biggest people pleaser. Mm -hmm. I really was. But the more I find out about myself and the more I practice all of this stuff every day, I now do what's good for me, but with kindness. So it's about being authentic with kindness mm-hmm. and I don't always get it right you know I'm not proclaiming to be this amazing human being because we're not no one's perfect mm-hmm. but I think authenticity in my personal life but also in my work working life so I left a corporate job and absolutely everybody who would know me from that corporate job know that I'm off now to live what I was supposed to do mm-hmm. and I know that I've left a legacy behind in that organisation as well so they actually run a mental well-being program that I designed and they run that now and I'm not even there. Mm-hmm. And that's an amazing thing to be able to leave behind for a national organisation that you've put your stamp on their mental well-being culture and their, their mindset culture. Uh-huh. And so you've talked about so much change, I suppose, in the last couple of years for yourself, haven't you? Having a baby get into lockdown, leaving your corporate job, setting up on your own, doing more of your stuff. Are you glad that you made these decisions? Because I would imagine, well, you can tell me, were a lot of scariness in there about taking that <laughs> leap about sort of, a, oh, should I, should I not? Oh, and how do you feel on the other side of it? Well, it's bizarre because I wasn't frightened at all to do it. Good for I you. I would say in life I'm a bit of a risk taker. Mm-hmm. And everybody who does know me personally, I've made lots of decisions in my life, probably in the last 10 years, that have been very risk-based decisions, very personal decisions, and no one can stop me. Like, that's kind of, I guess, people can give me advice and people can say what they think is the right thing. Mm-hmm. But I know intuitively, I'm very intuitive and I know you know, there's a quote when I was going through quite a lot of tough time a few years ago, and it was like something along the lines of, like, no, you're going to be alone in this process, and no one's going to understand why you're doing this, but you know. Right. And that's in every decision I make in my life, I know it's going to be okay. But that said, being an entrepreneur, as you know, is not an easy thing. And we have the ups and the downs and the highs and the lows and, you know, like really profitable months in your business, then really low months in your business and then really loads of clients and no clients. And uh-huh. and I think, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I think I'm still getting used to the level of insecurity mm-hmm. and not having that sort of security of, like, this is how much money I make every month and this is what I do but I would never change it because I know there's so much more to come and I believe in abundance and I believe in manifesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I wasn't scared at all doing it, mm-hmm. but I would say I'm more, I get more frightened now 
um, mm-hmm. on a day where you might have that low vibrational energy or something's not went right and you know lots of things come in but I guess that's part of being human isn't it? It is, it is. as you're talking I'm, and I'm enjoying our chat so much you, you're saying within your relationships your business and everything trust and integrity are so important right? And as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking you've got real trust and integrity in your relationship with self, haven't you? Yeah, definitely. And I think that I've always known that. It's just trying to put the action in. And also, again, it's um, I feel in my life that I've always maybe put others before myself. Mm. And at these points is when I realise, right, well, it's because I need to think of someone else in this process. It's not just about me mm-hmm. or I don't want to hurt someone else. So I might not do that. Yeah. But now, as I say, like if, if what was said, if you can be authentic with kindness and know that you've came from a pure heart when you're making these decisions. And, you know, we were saying like before we came on that, you know, like so if something doesn't work out in my business. I'm never going to be stuck. Um, you know, I've I've carved a career out for myself and that I think that's what helps. It's believing in yourself yeah. and knowing that self-belief is paramount, but it's also paramount in your first few years of your business uh-huh. because a lot of businesses fail at this point. Mm-hmm. And you know, I could have thrown the towel in a few times right. this year. Uh-huh. And and I haven't. I've just trudged through it. And and I, the, the most important part of that is that I've not done it alone. Mm-hmm. I've always been around mostly like-minded females and yep. they do it they say don't they that you're the average of the five people you spend most time around uh-huh. yeah and some sometimes we can't choose certain people in our family or you know friends what I mean by that is like we all have life going on there's things uh-huh. that come up there's relationship issues there's different things we need to overcome but in your business life or in your friendships you do get to choose these things mm-hmm. and if you're around people that inspire you and lift you and give you that high energy and believe in you, because actually sometimes, I want to say this, but the mother half is probably my biggest cheerleader yeah. and I couldn't have done this without him. Perfect. He's emotionally very, very supportive of me mm-hmm. and that hugely helps because I see so many women trying to do this mm-hmm. and they actually stop because they don't have that support. Aye. Um, but emotionally, that's what I need. I need right. that as a strong. I think we all need to silence the naysayers, don't we? The folk that are yeah. really going to cheer for us. Uh, and I don't mean silence as in cut them out of your life. I mean, just stop talking to them about your business. Stop talking to them yeah. about your dreams. Don't let them sort of arena on your parade. As, 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 as just keep. I think for me, the biggest one of the biggest lessons has been sometimes to keep your own counsel. And be like, yeah. so this is my plan. And until I'm sure of my plan, I'm not going to tell very many people. Because I like to keep it for me until I'm sure of over. Because I can't cope with somebody criticising it before I've even got it off the ground. Do you know that? Yeah, uh-huh. definitely. And I think probably in the past I've always been quite an open book. Uh-huh. And in terms of that, like not being afraid of telling people stuff. But then you do have that about you now. I think it's just it comes with maturity that until you know something comes to fruition. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about maybe just trusting the people who are closest to you and the people who really want you to do well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that actually helped me so much just being around just really like-minded people. And I guess it's taking yourself out of the norm every day because actually sometimes what, what you do with your own business is, can be quite lonely. It can it be can. quite isolating. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that's been the best investment for me, I would say, is being around 
being around these people that left me. So are you feeling good about the future? Are you feeling positive about whatever 2022 is going to bring you? Yeah, most definitely. I'm, I'm at a point just now where I'm saying to before we come on, I've got a lot of admin I need to sort before the end of the year because I'm a procrastinating admin. I'm not an, ad, I'm not an administrator. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's a few things I need to sort, but also I wanted December to be more of a rest and recharge but also, yeah, it's also a busy time, lead up to Christmas. My kids have got a lot on. Um, actually, I have a birthday in December as well, much to my partner's delight every year. And, um, yes, yeah, so there's a lot of fun times. There's a lot of rest and there's a lot of admin. And I think that is prepping for 2022. I've got so many ideas for my business. I've got so much. I can feel the expansion. You know, you know when you're in that contraction phase uh-huh. and then you're going to expand. Uh-huh. And... I actually feel like I didn't realise that December coming into January would probably be a very good business month for me. So I'm feeling already that ease and flow of not needing to worry about what January is going to hold because I trust it and I know. Oh, yeah. And I think that's that's a huge lesson for me, just trusting that there's more Mm -hmm. work out there and stuff will flow to you. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing your beautiful (laughs) smile with me and all your positivity (laughs) with the podcast, Ashley. Thank you. I've really enjoyed chatting to you today. Hello and thank you for joining me on this episode of What Do You Know For Sure podcast. If you would like to connect with me, you can do that across social media by searching and Hughes Ignite. If I refer to my radio show and the podcast, you can catch those on my Mixcloud. Again, just searching and Hughes Ignite. And if you or anybody you know want to answer this question with me, please do get in touch. Just go onto my website, anhughesignite.co.uk and fill in the contact page at the bottom and I'll be delighted to have this conversation with you too. Thank you.